Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. What is up, everybody? This is episode 126 Am I oh, shit. I ruined it. of the Real Flicks Podcast. Wow. I'm Mason. Joining me is Cody. And I'm Mason. What? Wait, what? Can you... I'm Mason. Can I be Josh? Do you really want to be? Logan what do you is think like about the, movie theaters? Logan is like the best movie ever made. <laughs> Baby Driver. It's pretty Ang good Lee's Hulk. Also pretty good. <laughs> I don't like Star Wars. Vomit. Vom. Vom. Not to Star Wars, but to, I'm still on Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Josh, speaking of <clears throat> Josh, he is not with us today. He is currently in the middle of an eight-hour session to recreate Ben Affleck's back tattoo, so um, we, we were thinking about like yeah. sending a reporter to just cover That's that live. Yeah. It's a, lot of, a lot of attention to detail, but um, we were going to send him live, but you, you never know what kind of racial epithets he's going to bring out when he's getting the, getting the needle ha, yeah, in rough. his back. So uh, we just we decided against I'm it. I'm actually kind of disappointed that he's not a, uh, a tattoo artist, now that I think about it. That's or at true. least like a, a Josh's nurse. needles, boom, markets itself. Josh needles, yeah, it's like, it'd be Josh. It's like a needles. billion dollar idea. At least it's a it's a couple of million. I don't think billion. Maybe we maybe an Ink Master. We could be Ink Master. I, I don't want to be Ink Master. That's the last thing I'd want to master. Could be Dave Navarro. What are you talking about? Isn't it? Oh yeah, no, I don't. I have no interest in that. I'm I'm sorry. Tattoos. Where do you stand, Cody? How many do you have? Six? Seven? One. You have one. Wow. Did you ever get one? No. No, I don't have one. Sad. I was just trying to make you sound cooler. Uh, I don't. Any. Part of me wants to get one out of, like, rebellion. Just of everybody who's like, don't get a tattoo. And, but I kind of just don't. There's nothing I love. I don't, I don't want to say that. There's things I love enough to tattoo. It's just like... I don't want to be the kind of person who feels like they need to have a tattoo to feel, like, special, you know? And, like, I, okay. know, I just think 99% of them are stupid, and the other 1% are, like, deeply personal. And it's like, okay, I don't really get it, but that's <laughs> nice. Like, I saw I saw on if Reddit. If you had to get it, what would you get? What would I get? Uh, yeah. Uh, I would get, I would, uh, let's see. I would get a barcode of my favorite brand of pretzels. Roll gold, baby. Somewhere on my thigh. Not, not Snyder's of Hanover? No. No. Or <laughs> I, I would get hashtag release the Snyder cut on my, on like my bicep. Just like, like. A... <laughs> Did we do a bet and. No. That's too high of a risk. Lose. You got to get that on your butt. <laughs> on your butt. Because who's going to see it? I mean, then why get it if you're not like? That's another thing I hate about tattoos is people who get them in places that they can't, that they don't like. Other people don't even see. Actually, no, I'll say never. I'll amend that because that's kind of neat. That's um, funny. I don't like when people get tattoos in places that nobody can, like that they can't even see with their own two eyes. Like I have to look in a mirror. Like I, I've known people who've gotten tattoos behind their ear. <laughs> I'm like, that's really, really stupid. 
You don't. What's That's silly. I know somebody who has um, one on the back of their neck. Ew, gross. Right? Yeah. That's not. Yeah. <sighs> and then there's just the ones that like. It's like you just know this is gonna look trashy. Like if you don't pay top dollar, it's just gonna look. You're gonna look gross. Tattoos is, are like just... the only good tattoo artist around where we live is Me. like a sex offender. Yikes! Outed. <laughs> yeah, he's like a piece of shit. I'm not gonna say any names though. I, peop- I think people can figure out it's Josh, even if he doesn't technically live near here. <laughs> right. In spirit. Um, like I saw on Reddit, um, there was a girl who got the last uh, few lines of her some some family members like heart monitor, like when they died. Oh wow! And that's it was like creepy. supposed to be sweet, and I'm just like, uh, what? You want so you're gonna tattoo the moment that somebody died on you that they so died. You remember that? Yeah, they were. It was post mortem tattoo. I was like, ah, well, obviously it would have to be. I was like, what's the point of that? Wait. And like bird, like there, there's of course the white girl tattoos of bird, like one single flower. Yeah. Uh, the a- little anchor. I've seen that one a couple of times. Oh. Um, yeah, the birds That's one is every probably single woman. <laughs> the bird is one is probably the most offended. For guys, it's probably like the barbed wire around the bicep or like a flaming skull because subtlety. Um, some Dwayne Johnson shit. Like I've seen people tattoo their um their kid's face on them. It's like okay, like like the only Oof. acceptable tattoo to me is Dwayne Johnson's. The one he has on his bicep, his like Samoan cultural thing. Like I, I don't, I'm, I like a tattoo when it has like an actual story behind it, and I'm not just like I was really close with my grandma, so I got a <laughs> tattoo to remember her by. And like, Gosh, I hope I that the woman really... that you marry talks just like that. I really, I really, Crystal, take you, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope no. I someone mean, named Crystal. Why would so I end bad. up with a person like that, though? Like, why would I marry somebody with that kind of a voice? Like, this just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Unless it's a shotgun wedding, because in which case I would just leave town. Off of your um. So here's here's my hypothetical. You get okay. loaded off of that joint script that you're writing with Josh. <laughs> didn't include me with. You're um, welcome. To I'm not me. mad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's tell that to our text message conversation. It's just better with two people. It's easier to coordinate. I wasn't included. I'm just saying I'm a better story guy. That's true. So I, I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. Well, I'm just trying to see what college has got. You can do all the dirty work. Well. I just want a producer credit. Okay, that's fine. You'll get, you'll get story by. Then there you go. Boom. <laughs> but anyways, what's your hypothetical? Uh, okay, so you guys get loaded off of that. And well, basically you're just rich and she's a trophy wife. Okay, that's why. That's why you would marry her. She's like you're like Hugh Hefner, but not dead. And see, I would rather. Just, I don't see the point in having a trophy uh, wife. I would rather not be married than have a trophy wife. You know, like be. I've been single. I've been single for all but like, t- if you round it up, like, I don't know, eight months of my life or whatever, and it's pretty great. <laughs> Nobody. I can do whatever I want. I don't. If I don't want to shower, I don't have to shower. I don't have to meet stupid people who I don't like. It's pretty great, and I need. I just need to find somebody who is as much of a sociopath as I am, and then I'll be happy. But until then, it's you? like, what's the point? Like, it's not I like a cat where I can I can learn to love just about any cat. 
but with like a person, nah, nah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta really tick some Speaking boxes. Of cats, I think you have a cat story. I do huh? have a cat story. Oh, you know what that's called, Cody? That's called a segue. A segue. It's a segue. Have you ridden a segue? I haven't. I would. You know, opportunity has never presented itself. I would love to. Right. I have, and they're great. I highly recommend the segue. Um, so, cat story. So, backing up to some, one of the early days, I guess it was like a midday of the podcast, uh, fall of 2016. It was either September or October. Boy. I'm at home, and my dad calls me outside, and there is a cat stuck in the roof of our barn. Like, as the as the roof went down and the wall kind of went up, there was, like, a little space that we have covered up where usually birds hang out or whatever, but there was a cat in there. Weird, right? So my dad, so I go in and get a hot dog, and I lure the cat out, and we, you know, scoop him up, and we take him half mile, maybe quarter mile down the road to a farm, and we drop him off because, like, uh... You know, this farm has a lot of cats. He would, you know, have fun sleeping in the hay and catching and killing mice, all that. And either a day later or a couple hours later, the cat was back. So we're just like, okay, well, I guess this cat's ours now. And we adopted him. And uh, you know it, it happened in 2016 because I named him Bernie. And he's my third son. I love him. And we've had him for about, what was 18 months, something like that. Yeah, r- roughly 18 months. And to, just today, I took him in for his first um, vet appointment because, you know, he, there was really, through the time that we've had him, there's really been no red flags other than, like, he's got gunk in his ears, but, you know, not a big deal. Um, so we haven't really taken him to the vet. Everything's been fine. So we finally got around to it. And um, we're talking to the vet, just, like, kind of recanting his life story or whatever. And she's like, oh, well, have you, have you scanned him for a microchip? And we're like, oh, and everybody, every single person in my family forgot microchip. Like we knew microchips existed, but for whatever reason, nobody connected the dots that like this random cat might have a microchip in them. So whatever, the doctor took out her microchip wand and she found one and she got a bunch (laughs) of, she, you know, took down the numbers and they called in to this hotline or something where you can like give somebody the numbers and they tell you whether or not the microchip has been registered to a person or whatever. So she's so we go to the vet, she finds the microchip, she takes the number and she's like, okay, I'm going to go call and then I'll be right back. She, we, the vet leaves um, the room for a couple minutes and she comes back and she's like, okay, so the microchip is not registered and, you know, uh, like it's, it's on the database but nobody registered like and put their contact information in. So they're like, okay, cool, whatever. It's their cat, so yeah, you so, didn't steal somebody's cat. Exactly. So uh, she had given him one shot, and then she left because he had to get a rabies and something else. And then she left to do the thing, and she came back to give him another shot. She's like, okay, cool. So I'm gonna take this um this chart or whatever back into the back room and you know do my thing. And we're like, oh wow, wouldn't it be neat if you know if he had a family after all this time? What we do, blah blah blah. And then the vet came back, and she's like, okay, so a little a little twist is uh, he is registered. <laughs> His microchip is registered. Oh, no. And, and kicks back to a local organization who, um, when, when they find a random cat just walking around and a street cat, basically, uh, with no owners and with no microchip or whatever, or 
I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know exactly how they get the cats, but whenever they find a cat, they spay and neuter them for a low cost. And maybe it's like a service or something like that. And so he, the microchip was Probably registered. like the SPCA or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, the microchip is registered to them. And the vet thinks that they scooped him up from somewhere and neutered him and then for some reason put a microchip in him and then dropped him at a farm, maybe not the one that is near my house, but um, just a farm, and he somehow found his way to us. And which seems weird to me because why would you microchip a cat that you just like, you know, neutered and then sent on his way? And B, it's also weird because he is very much used to being in a house and he's very sociable and friendly and uh, so. I don't know. This is part one of a story, and there may not be a part two, but it's a it's it was a pretty interesting day <laughs> in uh, in my life. So, so yeah, there's a story. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that story. Yeah, you're welcome. Some twists and turns in there, isn't it? I don't have any cat stories because my cat's dead. But ah, who knows? Maybe someday I'll have a cat again. <laughs> You need to get a cat very, very soon. I do get to move out soon. That's so true. What, maybe uh, I will uh, you... get a cat since none of my friends will be living near me. Oh, I thought you were just going to stop there and say none of my friends are going to be living. It's like, oh, wow. Dark. Um, have you thought? Of, have you given thought to a name? Like a name that you would like to give a cat? Or is it all depending on the cat? Uh, let's see. Um, I like the name Tally for a girl cat. Wow. You really thought this out. I've only ever thought of names for girl cats. I mean, it's a character from Mass Effect. We'll brainstorm boy cats if you end up in, if you end up getting one. So, uh, let's move on. So, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking about Tomb Raider. So, since you are the resident video game guy, which uh, my evidence is that you play a video game to get your brain going for most of the podcasts we do, which is probably smart. Um, I'm playing one right now. Boom. So, what video game are you playing right now? Dark Souls Three. I ask you, would Dark Souls 3 make a good movie? No, there's no story in this game. Oh, okay. <clears throat> or the story is super minimal. It's really cool. It's all like you have to figure it out through context clues and shit. Ooh. Read descriptions and items and stuff. It's really, it's like not up front. It's, it takes a lot of work. There are like YouTube channels dedicated to fi- figuring out the story behind these games. I mean, there's a loose narrative. You got to go here, go here, kill this guy. I wouldn't make a very good video game mm-hmm. or movie. Shit, it is a good video <laughs> game. I think um, the Batman games could be a good, good movie if they adapted the narrative and got all the same actors. I gotta say, um, um, I'd watch a Bioshock movie. What do you gotta say? Uh, no, I just wanted to. This has nothing to do with uh, whether or not it would make a good movie, but I guess it kind of does. I would say the Batman Arkham verse is like the best blending of sci-fi elements of batman and like the nolan realistic elements of batman you know like it, i agree like mr freeze yeah. is kind of the barometer of like does mr freeze work in this or is he ridiculous and in in those games he actually works really really well it's because it kind of straddles the line between like that sci-fi or fantasy or whatever you want to call it and the tacky realism of it like in like in penguin's not a uh, a penguin man he's just really short and he has a a bottle stuck in his eye instead of a monocle, you know? <laughs> just disgusting. Yeah, yeah, he's just totally gross. Yep. And, like, Ra's al Ghul can be Ra's al Ghul, and, you know, Joker can not, can be 
uh, you know, an agent of chaos, I guess, and all that. So I don't. It's just a little sidebar. Uh, I've always thought the Arkham games were the best embodiment of, or and at least my favorite representation of the Batman world, I guess. Um, because one of the down, one of the not so awesome things about the Nolan vision, I guess, is that it is so far, uh shifted to one side super grounded it's too grounded almost yeah yeah where i don't think it's too grounded. i just think it's a step away from why even include batman you know why tell this as a batman story why not just tell this as a crime story like uh, like dark knight specifically it's like we're almost we're like inches from being there but um uh but yeah like like you said it's just it's a little bit you could make the arguments a little bit too grounded and arkham Arkhamverse or whatever you want to call it is just perfectly straddles that line, I think. Um, but um, other video game movies. Uh, let's save Uncharted for later because I want to talk about Uncharted in our Tomb Raider conversation uh, without Josh here Fair to enough. curse at me. Um, <laughs> let's see. what game, I'm, I'm trying to think of some games I play that aren't sports related. Uh, let's see. So yeah, just li- like you can even like look up a list of games. I'll tell you if they're good or not. If they if I no, no, I'm trying to... Because uh, I could just go through my whole collection right now and tell you, but uh, I don't think that that would be very interesting. I'll try to go back. Uh, I played a game on PS3. Uh, it's Mafia 2. It's part of like the Mafia series. I bought 3, and it's like fine. But um, Mafia 2 was like actually really good, and it's one of the few no, cases... I, I, yeah, I, I played Mafia 2. Yeah, it's one of the few cases where I've actually... I never beat it, but... but... Oh, sad. Uh, it's one of the few cases where I've actually ever not skipped cutscenes. You <laughs> know, sorry, uh, just because it is such a it's a mafia story, and I just love those. Um, but um, yeah, I think it'd be good. good. I think it might. It takes a little bit too much from like The Godfather and Scarface and stuff, though. I mean, you can't help it. Like, you got to take stuff from Godfather. Like, I know you, you can't. If you but don't, it's then like, I, I kind it's like of almost too um, okay inspired by like. Doesn't I know they go to jail in one of those movies? Yeah, don't they? Because that and that that's the game where they they there's like a whole section in jail, correct? I think there might be three. No, I don't. It's been it's been years since I played Mafia Two, so I'm kind of looking sure at Mafia it through. Too. Yeah, it has to be. I'm looking at it through rose colored glasses, but um, whatever. Uh, All I know is like I don't know how the game ended though. That's the problem. Um, I don't remember either. I just I remember the I like the, the I got, music I got and the artistry and yeah. Scene. Um, no, I think yeah, I think it'd be a fine movie. That'd be a long ass movie. I tried playing Mass Effect. I couldn't get into it. I tried playing um, Uncharted. I couldn't get into it. Yikes! Uh, Gosh, Mass Effect is like the best sci-fi story. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. For some reason, I feel like Super Smash Bros. could be like a Kingdom Hearts kind of thing. Like, it, it could be like a good version of Ready Player One and like incorporate <laughs> characters um, from different like franchises and put them in a movie. I don't know. I feel like that's got to be coming someday. Because like, if, if they can make see, a... the problem, I think that would be good because there's not a narrative for people to get like hung up on, like right. disappointed in when it's they just don't a brawler. do it the exact same. You're creating your own stuff. Um, yeah, I think that that would work. Uh, yeah, Super Smash Bros. would be interesting. Yeah, I know the the Pokemon, 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 whatever, however you want to pronounce it. I know they have Detective Pikachu coming out and all that, which is its own thing. I I, I don't I I don't think it's going to be that much longer before they make an actual 
non-animated, full-fledged movie using CGI, like a Jurassic Park, Ooh, a live-action Pokemon movie. Something Yikes. like that. I think I just don't think you like. They they can only do just the video games and the TV show for so long. You know, I mean, they're already trying to uh-huh. expand with a movie. So if this one with Ryan Ryan Reynolds does well, then the floodgates are kind of open at that point. Um, I I still I don't know why. I haven't played the game at all, at all, but I've seen like the videos and I've watched a couple of little pieces of Let's Plays. But Portal would be cool, wouldn't it? Portal would be hard to do. Yeah, because uh, I mean, maybe Portal Two you could do because that actually narrative. But Portal, I mean, you could do like really cool, uh, like act action set pieces but yeah i don't know if it'd work hmm. it seems to me like it would be um there's not enough of a narrative to go off of when you play that game right so what are some video games and don't don't just go through your collection like what pick pick a couple of out a couple of them out that you think could actually actually have potential to be really, really cool. Uh, let's see. Um, what is that? Tomb Raider. Um, Rise of Zero Dawn would be cool. And what's that about? Um, that's like a, a really... It's like techno Vikings. That's a really shitty way to describe it. But basically... Takes place like two hundred or three hundred years after a robot apocalypse, hmm. and what else happens in it? Um, I don't know. You should watch a the I don't know. Let's play of it or play the game because it's great mechanics. Okay, but yeah, I think uh, Horizon Zero Dawn could. I think. Oh, Metro, Metro twenty thirty-three, which is actually based on a book. I think uh, so. I don't know if that would be an adaptation of the book or the game. What do I use? Is there anything you think? Uh, I'm racking my brain. It's, nothing's really coming. I mean, Animal Crossing. I played that a lot. Love that game. <laughs> That'd be fun. Tom Nook, my boy. Uh, Tom Nook, like a slumlord. He's a raccoon who owns a furniture shop. He's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, but also controls all your debt. <laughs> you know, other games. I'm trying to think of any handheld games because those don't really work as well because they're not fleshed out. Oh, <laughs> um, one of my favorite joke games ever because of one of the glitches that it has. Heavy Rain. You ever remember that? Sean? Yeah. <laughs> Sean! Sean! Yeah. That basically is a movie already, so I don't know if that really counts. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm blanking on anything else. Uh, like I said, I'm not a big gamer. So, hmm. Can you think of anything that jumps to your mind and saying, oh, well, this has got to be a game? No. There's nothing that I, I full heart, wholeheartedly believe needs to be a video game. Or because last time I did that, I keep getting burned. Because I thought Tomb Raider would have been the perfect. What do you think movie, about but... like what about the future of video games? Like, do they have? 
I guess we can kind of sort of ish lead into our Tomb Raider conversation, but do you think it's something worth pursuing or is there another technological step up that they have to take? No, it's not a question of technology like CGI and stuff. It's more of a question of just adapting the story. Mm -hmm. People uh, play these games or a lot of these people play the games because they are because they enjoy the story that they came up with. Um, I think the only reason that video game movies keep failing is because they, they treat the audience too stupid. Hmm. Like, like they're just a bunch of dumbasses, which isn't fair. I think like, um, well, do you want I, I all the arguments I'm about to make apply to uh, Tomb Raider? Do you want to? Yeah, we might as well uh, just hold off Get on into those that. and uh, let us start to break down Tomb Raider, the movie. Brilliant. Hello, Sprout. If you're listening to this, then I must be dead. I found something, a tomb called the Mother of Death. If Trinity succeeds, our world is in danger. Promise me, you will stop them. I promise. I think I know where my dad went. That's right in the middle of the Devil's Sea. It will be an adventure. Death is not an adventure. All right, so, Tomb Raider. Uh, Cody, want to give initial thoughts first? Um, yeah. I'm... Go for it. I'm disappointed. Really? I, yeah, I think that this movie could have been a lot better than it was. Okay. For the reasons I was about to get into um, before we switched the topic. But I will hold off on that after I get your initial thoughts. Thanks. Um, so like we talked about before, I have no connection to video games as a sub culture i suppose whatsoever i don't i haven't seen any of the tomb raider movies i obviously haven't played any of the games so i went into this as cold as i could possibly get to a new property and maybe this is just maybe i'm being blinded by the alicia factor but i had a good time with it um it's not especially good or memorable i would say but it's like it's the fast food of movies, you know? It's like, all right, I'm here for an hour 40. I'm I'm not, you know, wait, I'm not uh, wishing the, the time would go faster or the clock would move quicker or anything like that. Um, there were some cool parts. There were some neat action sequences. And, you know, it's it's fine. It's a, This is like a TNT movie and, you know, it's a for... Especially with Movie Pass, it's like, eh, I don't really care. It's I'm not. This isn't costing me money, so I'm I'm enjoying <laughs> my time, and I did. I think it's it's a fine movie. It's nothing memorable. It's uh, yeah, it is by far the most average movie I've ever seen in my life. And yet, it's almost unquestionably <laughs> the best video game movie ever made. I think, at least, Would which you... is really sad. Which yeah, is really, really sad. Because I don't think it should be this hard. Like Assassin's Creed, hundred percent. Yeah, no, because like I I don't that really was a, think that, that should have been easy. 
Yeah. That makes me mad. That one makes me mad. Because, like, I don't think, um, and, that, <laughs> that, and this that movie, just been a home run. yeah, <laughs> this movie proved it, that I don't think you need to be beholden to the source material in video games as much as you do novels or TV shows or anything like that, because video games are so much their own medium, really. Like, it's 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 interactive, which is, um, which the, which movies are not, you know, you don't get to... I mean, at least for now, who knows what the future may bring. You don't really get to make choices in a movie, uh, and you don't really get to participate in with movies as the way you do video games. And I, so I think there's a lot, and because huh. they're also not really big, as much as you guys may protest, I don't think people play video games for story. I just, I think, I, some people do, you and Josh obviously do, and that's fine, but I still there's think... There's a people eh, who do... I still think at the end of the day, it's about well, there are. the video gaming. I w- what would you say? I would say maybe 20% of people who play video games more than three hours a week play it for the story. Do you think that's a fair assessment, or do you disagree? I think you play, cer- you play certain games for the story, and you play certain games for the gameplay. Like, you don't go and play Player Unknown's Battleground for the narrative, because there is no... All right, so for somebody but... who... For the people who pick if I'm up, gonna, if I'm gonna sit down, so you're gonna you're gonna tell me that you do you skip all of the the first time you played Arkham City? Did you skip all the cutscenes? No, because it's Batman. So that's exactly the point. Uh, you you were playing the game for the story. No, I'm st- I'm I'm watching the story. I'm I'm watching the story because I care about Batman lore but like i don't when i finish when i finish arkham city or arkham knight i get there's no emotional reaction to anything and it's not for lack of trying i mean they did tell i think they told a really good story but just from how for how my brain works if my reaction to skipping the cutscenes and watching them would have would have basically been the same like i i just Mm. so i i'm an outlier in that and that's fine i don't really you know People like different things and all that, but um, but to go back to the point, I guess uh, is that I think that with video games you have a much better or you have a much wider, um, just more room to be creative and be and more room to make it a movie instead of adapting a video game. You know, um, and I think they did that okay. There were only three. There were only about three instances where I felt, oh, this was a video game, like that. It kind of hit me because overall, I was just like, oh, this is a cool movie. Lisa Vikander's doing stuff. Like she's an action star, and these are, um, uh, these are kind of tropes of the adventure genre, or whatever. The only times I got sucked out of that was later on when the boat she was on crashed, where she had to like. Uh, climb the uh, uh, climb like this part of the ship to get across to another side of it, like monkey bars. Where it's like, oh, that's a video game thing. Like they do, I I've done that in video games before. Um, but other than that, I felt it was a pretty, it was it was very much its own thing, and it was like I said, more of an adaptation than a recreation. And I, as somebody who doesn't play the game, I felt I liked that, and I felt included, I guess. Like, I didn't need to know anything going into this to enjoy it. 
So, um, let's talk about Elysium. I'm going to tell you 100% my. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. What were you going to say? She was. I was going to say um, that's that was my worst part was the fact that they didn't adapt this correctly. The oh, story okay. in the original Tomb Raider. The game, uh, that is, the, the first two Tomb Raider movies suck. They're bad movies. What, like, what are we going to say? I'm glad that they ditched so, most sure. of that. Then you're, you're lucky, man. Um, <laughs> but the story in the 2013 Tomb Raider game is so much more compelling and interesting than the one we got in this movie that I can't help but be disappointed because why? What was the, the point of all this? Yeah. If because I think the problem was is that they don't think that the audience is smart enough to uh, pick up on like anything other than direct exposition. That's why like in the original Tomb Raider game, you uh you you're not in London at all. Hmm. That whole origin shit is skipped. And I think that it is for the better for that. You learn things through normal conversation and a little tiny bit of exposition later, but it's just the way that the movie did it was kind of obnoxious. Yeah, one of my big criticisms on it is the story beats are so familiar. Of like, young girl, her dad. Um, mo- mostly everything to do with the with Vikander's character and um, and her dad is just so kind of beat you over the head. Seen it a million times and done better. And if he did the kiss his two fingers and touch her or reach out to her thing. One more time, I don't know what I would have done because it was just so like okay, we get it. It's it's cute, uh, but um, and it, it it even reminded me a lot of the Da Vinci Code. Uh, randomly, I don't know if that's a, the movie trying to ins- be inspired by that or if it's from the games or anything. Um, but yeah, like uh, the biggest complaint I have has got to be the story beats. It's just the uh, it was her and her dad especially was rough. Um, uh. But so yeah, understand. the thing about that is her dad is that is super dead. <laughs> oh, really? Um, so far is in the second game, you see him kill himself through a flashback. Yikes! She gets to see her dad shoot herself in the head, so that's fun. And <laughs> sounds like a good yikes. time to me. And so I just I don't know because so the way that they um, exposited in the first in the game device was uh she was a researcher that's not even a framing device that's the wrong since she was going to the island she wasn't chasing her dad and the big old conspiracy that seemed to be everywhere right um she's making a documentary with her friend who was a uh oh. a descendant of himiko oh. hmm. that's kind of cool see Himiko's in the game she's in she's in the game she's still the main bad guy or whatever but I don't know. It's just ugh, yikes. So you feel like this movie dumbed down? You know what I mean? The, the story for movie. Audiences. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that sounds. I mean, yeah. What you're saying with like Himiko's great granddaughter, whatever her descendant, uh, her being kind of the focus, sort of instead of the dad, sounds more interesting to me because, like I said, the dad relationship was just a a chore I'm like okay can we just get on with this i didn't buy that <laughs> you know it's not like interstellar yeah i didn't buy them or i didn't really care very much about them i suppose 
Um, but speaking of that relationship, Alicia Vikander, we can finally talk about her. The queen of the podcast was yes, we can. Awesome. Uh, she did what she could with her character, and she kicked a lot of ass, which is what you want from your female hero. And I have, like always, I have nothing but good things to say about her. Yes. She was by far the best part of the movie. And I I have nothing bad to say about her. You never do. I liked her. I liked her character. And she's she's the best character. She's the best actress working in Hollywood today. Yeah. Um, That might not be true. But yeah, yeah, I like her. (laughs) Uh, She was good. She was definitely the best part. Oh, easily. Of the movie, though. Easily. Uh, the, her supporting cast was also pretty solid. Dominic West is her father. I thought he was okay. Um, Daniel Wu is Lou Ren. I don't know. Was he in the game, Lou Ren? No. Oh. Well, I liked him. I thought he was a nice addition. He didn't... She had a... Um, yeah, he was fine. He was like an amalgamation of all of the supporting characters. So, I mean, there were a bunch of people, which I saw on Reddit today, which is not a, never a good way to start uh, a... I think um, they really, really wasted their time in the beginning of the movie by not having those people she was interacting with. Yeah, but you have to show her. But you have to show her almost get asked out by uh, the son of a restaurant owner that she delivers food for. You see, I'm like, uh, they've been okay. Like, they should have put him in the movie. Like, he should have been at, like one of the people going with her. Yeah, or something. Yeah, that was that was a little weird detour. Maybe it's to establish that like people like her, but like she's Alicia Vikander. I mean, obviously people like her. She's beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I see what you said there. You're saying, um, I mean, well, I guess Lou Ren was sort of kind of a love interest, I suppose. Um, but kind of. But I, I like. I'm not gonna say. I'm. I'm not. I'm glad that they didn't. Um, like do a a romance. Yeah in this movie. I think that that really would have uh, been a damper. So something else that I wanted to point out is, uh, I kind of mentioned earlier, the uh, the references to the game and like, oh, this is made of a, this movie's made of a video game. Uh, <laughs> the thing that, the, the only part that kind of weirded me out that I didn't understand was her choice in weapons. How she like went from the bow and arrow to having like the pickaxe. Like apparently the, her getting the pickaxe is supposed to be like a big moment. Like it's like Batman, you you know, uh, getting a Batmobile or something like that. I I didn't know that that was her thing. I guess um, it's it's something that she uses in the game. Uh, yeah, that and the double handguns. Pull. Like they did, they turned the du- her getting the double handguns. The double handguns is from the uh, that's from the original game. Okay. All right. There weren't too many moments like silly. that. Yeah, that went over um, my head, like with most video games. The action sequences I thought were pretty good. They were sort of cookie cutter and you know nothing exceptional. I mean, the plane sequence was kind of cool because it's just everything that could go wrong kind of went wrong, and she sort of had to bounce back and deal with all of that. And it's just her reaction was like, "Okay, come on, seriously, like I have to deal with this." <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, it was kind of was kind of neat. Um, so, uh, what are some things that you disliked? Do you have any? Other than the disliked? story? Yeah. Performances, moments. Uh, um, I didn't think that the dad was a particular good actor. Mm. 
nothing that he did was that great. Um, he wasn't awful. Um, I don't. I, I'm really conflicted about whether or not I like that they they didn't go supernatural. Right. Uh, yeah. Because uh, this because it, the game it's all uh, you know what I'm. Yeah. Fuck. What am I trying to say? Am I retarded? <laughs> uh, in the game, it's like mythological. Kimiko is actually a god queen. Is a god queen that actually gets woken up. Oh, okay, and in this, and she's a she's in this game. Like, I thought that that was a a cool twist. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought no, that, I did that too. Was, I did was too. Cool. Um, but at the same time, you kind of like the god queen. I, uh, hmm. No, I don't. I don't blame you there. I think so, you're, you're onto something. Um, but yeah, but I did. I thought that was a pretty neat twist too. Uh, the <laughs> just revealing her as like, oh, she didn't. She wasn't buried here as like, oh, she's gonna wake up and cause terror. She was buried here to like stop a form of, I think, the black plague. Basically, I thought that was kind of neat. And how like they, that, it was like that. I thought that was a pretty cool twist. I gotta say. But at the same time, like going ahead, they're kind of just fuck you to uh, anybody who liked the original game. Right, right, right. But th- and then at the same time, like I'm thinking, I don't know how much money this movie made. But it's actually at budgeted at ninety as as million. Go, it's budgeted at ninety million. It's made one hundred and thirty million so far. So I think it's on its way to sequel. So it's okay. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that it's doing well. But. When how? <laughs> right. I think there there's stories to tell here. I, I still no. think the if you get rid of the if you get rid of the supernatural element, um, like in the sequel to the game, which I've been replaying because this game or the movie got me into the mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, they blew the load with Trinity too early. Oh, okay. I think. Is that like because the that doesn't really show up? Yeah, that doesn't really show up until the second game, and that twist at the end of the movie also doesn't show up until this game, the second game. So, just I, I they're going too fast. Yeah, yeah, okay. Why, why are they going so fast? Why are they so mad about? <laughs> I don't. If I knew, I wish I would tell they're you. Just, I just don't know. I just don't know. They're crazy, crazy boys, and yeah. So here is a controversial thing to say that I think would, if Josh were here and not getting his his uh, dragon tattoo filled in, he would be very angry at me for saying. Assuming this does well, um, do we really need Uncharted? Yikes. Cause like I I mean um, I hate to be I I know you can say uh you know I I can say that you're like oh well we have Captain America do we really need Ant Man it's like yeah they're two different things and Ant Man's small and Cap's like you know a du- just a guy and Super Soldier Serum blah 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 but, but are, these are really really similar you're right um, are they the, all that different yeah here's the th- the thing is that the game is is basically 
just Uncharted with a girl. Right. Okay with. So, I don't know, because if you make a movie, I'm just talking purely political, because yeah. that, that's the world we live in. I don't think an Uncharted movie would do very well. I think that there's plenty of fine stories to be told in the Uncharted world, in the Tomb Raider world, but with a strong female lead, which is going to do a lot better. Right. Just in general, the way that it looks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel you. Me, I'm not being a racist or whatever. I, yeah, you know. I would be racist, <laughs> both white. That's um, true. A That's sexism. True. Well, she's Swedish, so does that count? I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't think that she's there's... She's still white as snow. I, don't, I just don't think that we can have a an Uncharted, a Tomb Raider, and then in a couple years, an Indiana Jones franchises all working at the same time when there isn't really that much to separate them. And I think especially with Indiana Jones coming back and maybe something being done in that franchise, um, I don't... I'm not sure that they can coexist. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Maybe the Uncharted fans will... Come out in droves for their for their movie. I just don't know. I don't know. No, unfortunately, I buy your argument. Okay. And I, I also, I don't think that where we can just tell these same stories, but with a uh, yeah. a strong female lead, then like how many islands can you go to? How I many think great treasures. Because just... like, we're like the thing I think that is cu- that runs through all these is that they are. They take real things and real events and they turn them into something and they, uh, you know, they they either make them supernatural or they do what this movie did and, like, explain them, like, give them a real-world reasoning or whatever. And, like, Indiana Jones has done the Holy Grail. They've done Kali Ma or whatever. They've done the Ark of the Covenant and you, Aliens or whatever. And it's like, ha- there aren't really that many <laughs> legends to pull from any... Like, I mean, we're we're talking about Himiko, and like I assumed Himiko was just made up, and I found out later that like, oh, she has a Wikipedia page. It's a real person. It's a real thing. So I don't. Know. I just think you're yeah. So the thing about um, Uncharted, Uncharted, and uh, Tomb Raider, they both do this thing where they um, they focus on legend, like legendary lost cities and shit, and that's what they find. Yeah. So like in in Uncharted two, they find something. Oh, it's some because then in the third one, they find someplace in arabia i don't know my my folklore very or well enough but then like in uncharted 2 there's uh this it's a city called katesh which is a sunken city in siberia that sunk itself when the mongols were gonna attack it okay uncharted 2 they find what do they find i think it might be shangri-la and then uncharted 3 let me just find it i mean Okay, the legendary lost sitter, sitter, city of the Iram of the Pillars in Rubak Hells. What the hell? Alright. Yeah. So yeah, they find cool lost cities and then that's really fun. Okay. What about you? But, um... I don't have much else to say about this, I don't think. It's a solid, um... It's a solid movie. I think it's, you know, it's relatively entertaining and enjoy, uh, enjoyable and all that good stuff. And 
but I probably would not have seen this if not for Alicia. So maybe that says a lot about how I view this franchise. I don't know. I enjoyed it. There's value here. Um, And, you know, if they can get some more creativity and get some better people behind the camera for the sequel, then I'll be happy. Uh, Because I think this has a lot of, this has some potential. I don't know if it's, this isn't going to be a Star Wars $200 million in the first weekend series, but it could be a, oh, yeah, I'll go check out the new Tomb Raider. It should be fun. You know. Um, any final thoughts on Tomb Raider? Hopefully, if they just, I think that if they stick clo- more closely to the uh, source material, I think that it'll just be it'll be a lot better. Yeah. Um, I think now that we've got that stupid origin out of the way, I think there's room for some really cool stories, right? Um, especially races against um another group like in the sequel. I want her to be them. To I want Trinity and her to be going against like the same or the same uh objective instead of just kind of hiding from each other like she did you know what i mean yeah yeah i feel you yeah that could be cool um i can already tell in the second movie somebody's gonna say i'm putting together a crew or a team and it's just gonna be the newest oh, generation i'll of, be out i'm putting together a crew cinema um <laughs> uh such a it'll be stupid solo. trope just don't say it that way just don't say it that way um Let's change the line. Uh, all right, crew. Let's uh, let's give it a grade then. Why don't you go? Why don't you go first? I think I'm gonna give this a six out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll drop it a six it and a half. The average. Yeah, I'll give it a six and a half. I think it was it was good. Uh, not gonna remember it by the end of the year. Uh, so whatever. It's it's good. Um, let's move on to watching, reading, listening to. Uh, there's, a, there's a movie that I saw a few weeks ago, not a few weeks ago, a few days ago, that I did not expect to love as much as I did, and it's one of my favorites of the year so far. It may have a ch- it may even have a chance of being on my top ten at the end of the year. I dug it that much. Uh, love Simon, Cody. Yikes. Oof. I was so pleasantly surprised by this movie. It was, you know... Um, it's a trailer. It's got a trailer that I've seen a bunch of times and have kind of progressively hated and put up my uh, force field of you know what do you want to call it cynicism or just you know not wanting to experience secondhand <laughs> embarrassment or whatever uh, around it. And it just within ten minutes it the that melted away and I just fell in love with this movie. Uh, it's got some great characters. The screenplay is excellent. Uh, really good performances. It's built on. Uh, it's like got a central mystery element to it, uh, which is oddly enough the well. I guess it's not oddly enough because my standards are kind of high. Um, is maybe the weakest part about it is the mystery element, but in terms of the plot and story. Uh, but I found everything else really charming, and it's. I think it's gonna. It should be in the consideration for a new young adult, uh, high school, whatever classic. I think it's, it's, um, it's touched a lot of people. And I think, um, you know, it's going to be held in a similar regard to like pretty in pink or 16 candles or whatever. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's a really, this year's Spider-Man homecoming, huh? 
Yeah, except it's good. Um, but I shouldn't say it. Spider-Man Homecoming, it's fine. Oh, wow. Whoa. I think, <laughs> I think this is a better film. Um, and I just, I just really enjoyed it. Um, it's just, it's a simple, it's just a simple movie with a lot of heart to it. And, um, you know, usually those aren't my jam, but this one, for whatever reason, was. And I loved it. Uh, other than that, wow. saw I rewatched Beetlejuice for the first time in like eight years, and I really, do, I really like that. Uh, solid movie, I think. Uh, I tried. I watched Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy last night. Love that movie. I was so in your score. Yeah, it was just a little bit I all over the place. Love that movie. Yeah. Well, it also it's like best girl Zoe Deschanel. So I yeah. and boy, do I love her. She's uncomfortably. Uh, she definitely had a raw. Ex- <laughs> if she was if she was alive at that point, she would be a raw XD girl, no doubt about it. Um, oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, this is a, this is my the real me, mom. This isn't a phase, and like wearing the big bows in her hair for no reason, just the best. Stop. Uh, so, so hot. Stop describing my, perf- my perfect girl. I love her. I love, love her. her. Yeah. Um, She's my baby girl. <laughs> uh, and then other than that, I've just I haven't I've spent a lot of time thinking about Thoroughbreds from last week. That's such a good movie. Like Olivia Cook. My God. Still like it? Oh, I still love it. I think it's great. Um, I don't I don't think I've grown on it enough to bump it up a grade or anything but i it's definitely a movie that i'm gonna be i'm gonna be thinking about in for the next probably few weeks or even months um and olivia cook is just next level isn't she oh my god she's great she's so good in that movie i can't get over it uh probably my favorite performance of the year to be honest with you yeah i think it is really yeah uh so far so far so far, watching, reading, listening the to Iron Alden, 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 Iron Rack is <laughs> Han Solo. That's a bad name. He's got a very bad name. Ugh. Um, it is uh, a very bad name. Yeah. Uh, so, what about you? I went a Taika Waititi bender after talking about Thor last week. Um, I watched. Hello. I watched um, Hunt for the Wilder People again, mm-hmm. which I think you should give another chance because that movie is amazing. Ricky Baker. Um, I watched a, I watched a movie called Boy, which is so New Zealand it kind of hurt. <laughs> um, it was it was okay. It was pretty good. Let's see. Then I watched Tomb Raider, and then I watched The Theory of Everything in honor of my boy Steve. <laughs> Uh, rip. rip that movie's really good have you seen that no no i haven't no i just eddie redmayne, eddie redmayne is really great he's not my favorite but i'll maybe i'll check it out uh cool you also rewatched blade runner tbh lol i did i finished that last night at work it's a good movie movie's very good i agree sometimes i think about the ending of that movie. K. Kind of cry. K dying. Rip K. Name is Joe. 
thought his name was K. Oh, because they name him. Yeah, they give him a name. That's the girl. His his best girl named him Joe. Ah, cute. All right. Uh, well, that's about it for us. This is a bit. This is a. This episode was kind of all over the place. Um, mostly yeah. mostly video game disjointed. related. Yeah, mostly video game related. So coming up next, uh, just this weekend, in fact, we have two very different <laughs> viewing options. Uh, in one corner is Pacific Rim Uprising, sitting at sixty four percent. Fuck yeah, dude! Um, Yikes! And in the other corner. The, other, the multi-million dollar Pacific Rim Uprising. In the other corner, we have Unsane from Steven Soderbergh, which was sh- which was shot with an iPhone. What is, is that being like released in theaters? Like, what is that movie? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's coming out in theaters. Um, the and just for Soderbergh and iPhone and all that, I'm I'm interested in it. Uh, I want to. So gonna... I recognize that name. What else has he made? He made the Oceans movies, Logan Lucky, from last year. Oh, so he's more of a you guy than a me guy. Um, you like Logan Lucky? I like Define. I didn't like it as much as you did. Wow. Is Isle of Dogs coming out this week? Uh, yes, kind of. Oh, dear. I need to go see that. This, this looks like at least another half uh, home run for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, that one's weird. It's it's kind of out, but it's I like our our not coming up here for a long time. Real sponsor of uh, unofficial sponsor of the Real Flix podcast, Cinemapolis, is it doesn't have until April thirteenth, so it might be like a limited release really? kind of thing. Yeah, because they they usually ah, so long um, unless it's Oscar season, they usually get those fairly quick. So I don't know, I. I'm I'm keeping um, my eye out, out for that one because I'm not 100% sure about it. What else is coming out? There's another thing I was just thinking about yeah. that's coming out. But I like to, whenever, when, um, whenever oh, there's the two... Whenever Stalin, there's, I can't wait for that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whenever there's two similar movies coming out, I like to... Or, um, whenever there's two releases coming out that I'm interested in, I like to watch uh, the one I'm excited about second. And the one that I'm kind of just like, oh, well, I'll see that first. So uh, it looks like no matter what, Pacific Rim's going to get the, the, eh, I'm interested in that slot. So um, let's see. Uh, one of our one of the local theaters, The Destiny, does not have either Unsane or Isle of Dogs listed for Thursday night. But I ah, will keep our eye on it. A lot of movies to see, though. So no matter what, we're going to. We talking one of the three. Um, oh God, Ready Player One. <sighs> oh shit! Is that the week after? It's coming. It's coming. I'm actually considering because um, I like to do about one IMAX movie per quarter, like every three months or so. So I'm thinking about maybe going to IMAX for Ready Player One. What do you think about that? Oof, I don't know. I think it'd be fun. I like to see good movies, and I. I know, but like that's the problem. I IMAX is either I think can be for a movie like Blade Runner or Dunkirk, where you just there's no other way to see it, or something like Ready Player One, where I'm going into it with reservations, and IMAX is only going to make me appreciate it more. You know, 
Where like maybe I'll like the movie a little bit more because yeah, it was I an can IMAX see instead of being in whatever in like a normal on a normal screen. Did I did I see Dunkirk in IMAX? I don't know. Did you? I don't remember. Yikes! I had to. There's no way I didn't. Am I retarded? <laughs> I think I might be. We'll figure that. <laughs> we'll try to figure that out. Um, that. So that's the big question. That's your uh, homework. Uh, okay, so real flicks listeners. So a little bit of up, an update on Isle of Dogs. Uh, I don't know how legit the site the source is, but in animatedviews.com, they say if you were excited about seeing Isle of Dogs this weekend, you might be in for a disappointment. Box Office Mojo. Okay, so they're citing somebody is reporting that Fox has canceled the movie's wide wide release and will be releasing the quirky comedy on only twenty seven screens nationwide. Uh, so it it looks like they're trying to build up um, critical chatter a little bit before they expand too much Um, just because it's a a stop motion PG-13 kind of sort of kids movie you know so it might Mm -hmm. okay hold on now someone working with Fox Searchlight and Wes Anderson's Eye of Dogs confirmed that despite an earlier story the film will be getting a wide release Okay, so maybe not. Beginning this weekend, the film will be in 27 theaters and six markets. In the following weeks, the number will ramp up to approximately 1,500 in 100 markets. Okay, so, yeah, so don't bank on Isle of Dogs this week, Cody. <laughs> don't get your hopes up. Because probably... That's fine. It might take a week wait. or two. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we will talk sometime next week about something about one of those movies something we'll figure it out and if we don't it'll be a list movie or a list i'm always down for like worst case scenario we do a list i love lists so yeah i don't i love lists i love lists and i love lamp um so cody until next time you can follow us at underscore real flicks on the twitter Leave an iTunes review that we will never read because I don't want to give you punks the satisfaction. Hey, if somebody le- if somebody le- reads us a, or leaves us a real iTunes review, I will read it. And it can't come your biggest fan, number one, because not only do I know that's fake, everybody knows that's fake. So, <laughs> I don't really care. I like I like talking to you guys. I, I get Whether it. Or not I, I get listen, it. Pain. Yeah. Whether or not people listen matters no, does not matter to me. I enjoy the conversation of you scumbags. I mean, fine gentlemen. I mean, scumbags. Uh, I just want some money. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know when this is going to happen. I, Cody. Or how, that, how it's going to happen. I'm telling you, Cinematics, reach out. They should. <laughs> I think they're non for profit. Next time I go, I was like, hey, hey, man. Hey, man. I go, hey, Brat. Hey, Brat. I, uh, I I I know you like uh, I'm here all the time. Hasn't been there since I saw like The Shape of Water or something. Yikes. So it's been wait, didn't you months see since I've been there? there. Oh no, you saw that well, at one of the chains. No, I saw that. To be fair, yeah, they kept those Oscar movies in way way too long. Well, there's not there's not much in the indie fair in the you know coming out, and you never know. Maybe people are like, oh, finally we'll get to see in the shape of water. Maybe like they need to see it win before it clicks that they should go see it. I don't know. Uh, I'll have That's a business. But the problem with that is that it's like it's out. It's out on home video. 
by the time like, it was out the Tuesdays after the Oscars. You can just go rent it. Well, if it's still in there, then there's some. I'm not reason. saying you should. Yeah. I don't know. Because that movie deserves a theater. Like, but I don't think you should see that movie or The Shape of Water in a movie theater like uh, like Destiny or Regal. You okay. should see that in a movie theater like Cinemopolis. If those exist anywhere else other like than New York City, Cody. Cinema. It's a cinema. It's not a theater. It's it's, it's a cinema. You watch films in the cinema. You see movies in the theater. Exactly. <laughs> Boom. End end of the conversation. It's done. End. That's it. Discussion. No one will ever. Uh, there's no reason to discuss this any further. <laughs> exactly. And we're not going over the particulars of the English language. It's, just, it's a moot point. Uh, all right, Cody. Take it easy. We'll talk soon. Bye.